Welcome to the Let's Talk BS Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia, and we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I can't complain. It's Friday. I know. It's a good day, man. I felt good this morning, man. I don't know. It felt really good, man. I had some music playing earlier. <laughs> had my oldies but goodies while we were getting prepared for this uh, this episode, so... Um, I was talking to Sophia though. She not up on here. the uh, the old school music though, like how I am, man. You no, know? I was playing a little bit of Prince, Prince, little Mike Jack, you know, the Gap Band, you know, a little Frankie Beverly and Maze. <laughs> and she was looking like she don't know what was going on. A couple songs she knew, but what I knew every one that you played okay. just because I didn't get up and like. You won't feel in the spirit. You won't feel in the no the good juju in the air. Mm-mm. Oh man, no. Okay. It's Friday, no, no, though, no, no. man. Friday's... It is you know, a good day. Yeah. It's, it's a nice day. It's beautiful outside. I mean, it's going to rain today, but it's been yeah. beautiful all week. It has, it yeah. It has been really yeah, nice. Yeah, I was going to say, it's crazy. I, what they say, last week was Groundhog Groundhog Day last week, and they said we are going to have, because of the Groundhog, I mean, you know, obviously it's kind of fictitious stuff, but, um, you know, they said we were going to have six more weeks of winter, but, I mean, literally the next week it was the complete opposite. We were in the 70s. I think we're going to be in the 70s today. Yep. Yeah. We were in the 70s yesterday. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I think the other day before that was like in the 60s. So, I mean, it's been like spring weather, like already, and we're in February. So yep. It's kind of wild. Good old Virginia. <laughs> yep. Yeah, good old Virginia. <laughs> That's us. Yeah, you don't know what, what to expect. You don't know what to get. Yeah, you don't know what to expect. And then, you know, you go look at the news, and they way off here. Yeah. They tell you, hey, it's going to be a nice day, and it's snowing outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how far true. off the, the meteorologists are here. Yeah, that's true. That, 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 you got a point. I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say that far, but it's it's, it's pretty close. It's far. Yeah, it's, it's pretty far. It's though. way off all yeah. the time. It's funny. I've always felt like whenever there's like a tropical storm or like like you said like snow that we're anticipating, whenever they say like, hey, it's not going to be that much, it's normally is a lot. Uh-huh. And then when they say it's going to be a lot, it's normally not. Mm-hmm. So it's just like normally I always like you prepare obviously for everything, right. but my mind always goes to like, hey, whatever they say. It's most likely going to be the opposite of what they say. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They need to do a little bit more training here in VA. <laughs> more training. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the training looks like for, for a meteorologist. <laughs> yeah. They must. I mean, they must look at something to kind of tell you, like, hey, what things are going to look like. Maybe the clouds. Maybe just the air. The t- you know. The, I mean, I'm pretty yeah, sure there's stuff that they can kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. that science ain't science in what you nah, say? at all. It ain't science at all. It ain't science. <laughs> I hear you. So how, how was, uh, so you need to revisit. <laughs> how was, uh, how was your, this past week and uh, I guess weekend, how was last weekend for you? Oh, it was pretty good. Um, I took my daughter to go get her hair done, so okay. dropped her off, picked her up. It was great. Um, and then I had a pretty, pretty chill weekend, man. It was it was nice and relaxing. That's pretty much what I did. And, you know, we do volleyball every every Sunday. So Okay. Um, once cool. we finished up with that, me and my oldest, we actually went to dinner together and sat down somewhere and ate, came home, and then we got ready for the week because this week was kind of was kind of busy. Really. Yeah, this week was was pretty busy. was pretty busy. Um, this past weekend, I had a, uh, had a pretty good eventful Saturday, I guess you could say. Uh, my son... You know, like you said, your daughter's playing uh, volleyball. My son, he's playing basketball. So um, he had another game, and he actually did very well, man. Um, I was, like I, I saw said, the videos online. Yeah, he was actually bouncing the ball. Yeah, and yeah like, he was running the point guard for a little yeah. bit, man. He was bringing because normally he just kind of get lost in them. Like he just kind of blends in, don't really try to you know assert himself in a situation. Correct. So 
you know, the coach, like, in warm-ups, because, you know, they practice before the game starts. Like, he, I could tell he had a little bit of different bounce to him. Yeah. You know, he was kind of, you know, a little bit more, uh, you know, immersed in this in, 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 with his teammates and everything. So, um, you know, this game, coach kind of gave him a little bit more uh, responsibility. So he was running the point guard. It was funny, man. I was I was so excited. And this week was also our week to bring the snacks, you know. So uh, oh, my wife, okay. she was – she was uh, you know, the, what do you call it, the snack mom or, you know how they say, like, yeah. soccer mom or, you know, bring yeah. the, you know. I've done, yeah, I had yeah. to do that, like, for Carter and Jada, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, this did, is How did she put them together? Did y'all kind of, like, just bring, like, because I know some parents, what they'll do is, is they'll go get, like, chips and they'll get the drink mm-hmm. and then they'll just bring the whole box of chips and the, and the drink and then just be that'd like, be here, us. have at it. That'd be us. <laughs> that'd be us. Yeah, we got the 18-pack. So, I thought, yeah, I went to the grocery store, uh-huh. like, Two days before the game, so like Thursday or Friday, and went and got the eighteen pack of chips uh-huh. with the you know different variety, yeah. mm-hmm. and then um, like the little juicy juice joints, got those as well. Okay. And then um, you know, and then like you said, after the game was over, you know, I kind of set up shop, you know, uh-huh. me, and then like like everybody. You yeah, know, they know what to do. Yeah, they know the kids. They fall in line. Yeah, they just ran over they, there. They look around them. like who next? Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> ran around, start grabbing them or whatever, and going back to their parents or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then it was funny because another guy, he brought snacks too. So I think it was a mix up. Yeah, yeah. it was a mix up. Um, so, but I, I'm pretty sure I didn't look at. I know uh, Brooke keeps you know that you know yeah. list or whatever, but she was pretty certain it was our week. You know, so yeah, um, yeah. Because so, they yeah. got like the little sheet and then correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so that was. That was pretty cool earlier in the day on Saturday. And so then, I do mine's different. So okay. instead of bringing like the snacks as a whole, so yeah. I like actually pack them and put them in little Ziploc bags. So then when uh, the kids come up, I just give them the, the Ziploc, Ziploc bag. bag. Yeah. And it's, it's already bundled you already together. Got it controlled out. I, of yeah. course, there's nothing in the bag that's loose. So like it's like a juice, a, uh, some cookies, yeah. uh, some goldfish and maybe a fruit snack and I'll put it all in this bag and then it's already ziplocked so all I gotta do instead of them like going in, in the buffet line and yeah, 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 everything yeah, yeah, is yeah. already put together and you just come and get those yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah I think we just did it like I said we just took that step out of it man oh, we literally yeah. just got the box in and went went there listen it but, worked, uh, that worked too yeah <laughs> but it was cool it was cool like I said he did very well this game um, I was very proud of him um, you know, we were just kind of talking about it a lot, you know, yeah. over the weekend. And then uh, Saturday evening, we had some adult time, which was pretty cool because, you know, typically the weekend, at least my weekends, are centered around the kids. So um, this Saturday, uh, me, my buddy, um, my buddy Sherman and Shalimar, we normally, you know, hang out with each other. Um, us, our wives are really good friends as well. So, um, and they, like I said, we all live in the same neighborhood. So it's really convenient for us to kind of just get up with each other, yeah. you know, just whenever. Um, but we had tickets to go see Chris Rock. Um, okay. You know, so Chris Rock. Is you know, he funny in person? Yeah, yeah. No, he he was he was funny. He was okay. his stand up is funny. Man, I remember seeing his stand up. Um, he had a stand up recently. Well, a couple of years ago, maybe like two or three years ago, um, on Netflix, and it was it was to me it was hilarious. Like I remember okay. I I turned it on just kind of just to had to like have something on in the background. I was like cleaning up, and I caught myself like just stopped what I was doing and just like watching it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So it was yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, now Chris Rock, you know, obviously he was in the news last year uh, with the whole Will Smith situation. So <laughs> he's been kind of like a, you know, a polarizing figure, I guess you could say, um, a topic. A lot of folks been talking about, you know, the situation or whatnot. So I, I felt like, you know, how a lot of times they say when people go through adversity, that's when they have they make their best, 
you know, music, like if it's, a, if it's a musician, like if they're going through like trials and tribulations, that's when they make their best music. You know, we have entertainers that are going through stuff. They yeah. typically make, you know, have put on their best performances or whatnot. So I was like, I felt like Chris Rock, Chris Rock was going to be in his pocket, you know, with this stand up, man. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was. Have you, sorry to cut you off, but yeah. have you watched The Best Man? Um, uh, I haven't. I have not. I have not. Well, listen, it's. Talking about the most recent one that came out during yes. the holidays, right? now. I have not seen it. So. Uh, I'm going to talk about this scene because it okay. is hilarious. So the final episode of The Best Band, I don't know, it's not The Holiday, what is it? Final Chapters. Okay. Um, it's a series. So it's probably like, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 episodes or so. But on the very last episode, if not the last, the one before the last, there's this scene where um, Terrence Howard, he, he uses that line that uh, Will Smith oh, <laughs> screamed oh, at oh, Chris. Oh, oh. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Yeah. And, and it was just like, it feels like that incident just happened. Yeah. But for them to be able to use it in film like this, yeah. it was hilarious. When yeah. I tell you, I, tears was coming out of my eyes because it sounded better when Terrence Howard but Terrence said is it. a very dramatic, like he's yes. very... <laughs> like when he, he be having them looks like he mean he what he's saying. And so, he was yeah. like smirking and it was just like funny because <laughs> in in that show, him and old girl end up actually being together. The one that he secretly had the child what do you even did you watch the holiday one? I did, but I, I honestly it's been it's been a the while. Girl who, That's like ten years ago. I, I can't remember exactly. The girl the one who, the, the the girl who was light skinned and she was like extra she was dating a dude with the dreads yeah yeah i remember that I and, remember he, her. Okay. and she was very like always wanting something always demanding always yeah, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, what are you doing well, yeah. i want you to come with me <laughs> for everything yeah, right yeah so remember he broke up with her and he got with the quote-unquote stripper okay right okay well terrence howard remember he ended up banging her Okay. <laughs> right? Okay. And then it kind of fast forward to the to the holiday and then they found out that Terrence was actually just little girl's father. Oh, okay. Okay. But the little girl in the Best Man Holiday was already almost like 10. She was older. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got so, you. Yeah, anyway. That makes sense cuz it was like like I said it came yeah. out like 10 years ago. So that's why I, I think I've seen that. That was one of the movies where I've seen like one time. So I I, I remember it. I remember bits and pieces of it, but it didn't it didn't stick with me like a lot of other movies do. Um, you listen to this old school music, but you ain't keeping up with these oh old man. school movies. Nah, that's not old school. That's a that's a movie that came about ten years old. This music I, I'm listening to is like 50, 40, 50 years old. You know what I mean? But um, and I like music a lot more than than, than movies. Forty, so. fifty. Yeah. MJ is forty, fifty years ago. Yeah, I mean we twenty twenty three. MJ he ran his yeah, his prime in true. the eighties. Yeah, so yeah, okay. we definitely getting there, man. Um, All right. Well. But nah, but yeah. So so Saturday. <laughs> Uh, like I said, we went to the, we actually did a couple of things. So my buddy Sherm had, um, a vehicle come pick us up, a private vehicle. And, uh, it drove us first to go eat dinner, which was really, really cool. I actually had my barber, uh, Malik. He came out as well. Where did y'all go for dinner? Uh, we went to Norfolk Seafood and Company. Okay. Where's yeah. that? It's in, I mean, uh, obviously in Norfolk, but. Yeah, yeah. I was going to get you right there. Because you be trying to, I be saying stuff sometimes, you be like, duh. So I be like, duh. You know what I'm saying? But now, nah, yeah, it's in, it's in downtown Norfolk. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in downtown Norfolk. It's um, a legitimate question, by the way. Yeah, yeah, nah. It's, it's in downtown Norfolk. Um, but yeah, it was cool. You know, we had seafood. Um, we all enjoyed the food. It was pretty, it was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't nothing great, I will say, honestly. But it was, it was, it was solid. It was my first time eating there. Um, but yeah, so we had to, we went there first, and then um, we got chauffeured to the show. 
um, the show, I mean, it was crazy. It was like, man, mind you, Saturday, it was really, really cold. I think that was the coldest day of the year so far. Listen, it was like in the low 20s. That, that whole weekend, like the end of that week going into the weekend was cold. Yeah, so you know, mind you, you know, it was, the show was at Chrysler Hall, uh, which is like a, a small, almost like a, a big um, auditorium, I guess you could say, like a pretty, pretty big auditorium. They have like a lot of like, you know, plays and stuff that are there. Um, and so it, I think it, it holds maybe like six, seven hundred people, I want to say. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it has opera style with the seating on the top, you mm-hmm. know, on the sides or whatnot. Yeah. But um, it was, it was, we got there, man, and it was so many people. It was probably like four, five hundred people outside in line, like literally. And then you had, it was the same thing, like I mentioned before on a previous episode where, the, like, the Kevin Hart show I went to where you got to put your phone into a bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had to do that, um, which I didn't know because they didn't say anything about it when we got our tickets or whatnot. But, it was pretty cool. We 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 got really good tickets. We were, me and my buddy Shaw and his wife and Brooke, we were in the third row. And my buddy Sherman, him and his wife was in the first row. So um, it was funny. The the opening act, he he actually put on a couple. He he said a couple of jokes about my boy Sherman. Bad. It was it was funny. Man, it was inappropriate. I ain't gonna say what he said, but it was <laughs> it was funny. It was real real funny, man. And then uh, so we enjoyed the show, and then uh, after the show, we went to the casino. You know, and obviously, I think we mentioned before yeah. as well that Portsmouth here locally uh, just got a casino top of the year pretty much is when it opened about a month, month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was, that was my first time checking it out. Everybody kept telling me about how it was going to be 45 minute hour waits. Don't go on Saturdays. And so we pull up to the. That's the not, casino. Was VIP, that's why. We were. Yeah, we pulled up. We pulled they up to was the... like, move over. Move <laughs> over. Let them come through. Because we got there, you seen it. It was a lot of people, like, standing in the front. So I was like, damn. But it wasn't, like, a line wrapped around, like, from what I've been hearing. So yeah. we get there probably, like, 10.30, 10.45. And then, I mean, we literally, you know, they drop us off right in the front. So we get um, in line. And we was in line for maybe five to seven minutes. And, um, and then we got in. So it, it was cool. I mean, the casino was cool. I actually won a couple dollars, which was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I'm typically on the craps table or blackjack. And um, so, you know, we, we, we did that. Um, and so, yeah, that was cool. Sunday, obviously, I'm getting up here in age, man. So Sunday, uh, I did absolutely nothing. Like I was telling my buddy Sherm, I was like, this is the most unproductive day I had in, in as long as I can remember because, I mean, I literally laid in the bed and did nothing, like nothing, literally from sun up to sundown. So like, I was just beat from all that stuff that we all did on Saturday. All that partying. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, all that partying. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was cool, though. Like I said, we had a good time, man. It, it, was, it, was, a good, it was a good oh, night man. out. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then this week too, like you mentioned earlier, the week was pretty busy, mm-hmm. um, work-wise. Um, we had that uh, Atlantic-based podcast, Lending Forward. Um, they invited us on, which was pretty cool. We went there, um, shot some video with them. They asked us some questions about our podcast, um, about some of the different support that we've been given. So that was pretty cool. Um, you know, also Tuesday we had that meeting um, or that. You know they're having that training at our office, so we you know spoke to them, did that with uh, with Onyx, so that was pretty yeah. cool to be Feeney training. Um, and then yesterday, actually, I met, I had lunch with a um, a broker who's trying to migrate down in this uh, in in this market. He has a uh, has his office uh, up like in the western part of Virginia, like over like the Roanoke Lynchburg area. And so um, you know he reached out to me on Facebook, and we connected. We had lunch, man. I think we could potentially work together and do some. Some things, man. He seemed like a, a good guy, and seemed like he was talking the same language that I talk. So I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at. Uh, I think my mother gave that to me, man. Just kind of having that discernment on people's like, you know, just their intentions and just how they are. You know, kind of really, you know, yeah, 
figure, you know, filling out the person that I'm talking to, man. Correct. So, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. And we also had the North Carolina uh, housing training, yeah. and we had another training. Chinoa, that was Chinoa training. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, new so. product. They um they rolled it out, and basically, I guess so many people had questions <laughs> about it. They were like, "Look, take this training." There so you go. Yeah. We had two trainings this week. Yeah. Which yeah. um both of them were very helpful, obviously, because we want to know what we're doing when we're giving out this information to the to the client so yeah my i got my first deal um using chinoa's down payment assistance mm -hmm. um under contract i want to say it was wednesday um you know it's perfect situation i got a buyer who um you know makes too much money for the virginia housing program that we have because they're first-time home buyers they don't have enough money for down payment and closing costs um, they're getting closing cost assistance from the seller so that was great are but they, they didn't have enough for, money are they in a um uh, area that are they in the contract? Yeah, they are under contract. Yeah. Is there property in a? Um, nah, not targeted not area. Targeted yeah, area. yeah. I looked in the target area zone, and uh, it's not in a target area. So, um, it worked out though. Like I said, with the new program, we were able to get them secured through Chinoa with the down payment assistance. So they're virtually having to buy this house with like this maybe like two thousand dollars out of pocket, mm -hmm. and I'm just over a four hundred thousand dollar house that they're purchasing. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's also a really good situation. So. Actually, I had to have a conversation with someone yesterday because I had a pre-approval letter that I sent out, but sometimes when we send out pre-approval letters, these pre-approval letters are, you're approved, but with the condition of, right? Correct. And so this particular person had a pre-approval, but the condition was that they had to pay off a credit card, which is only like 800 bucks, which is... That, that's common. We have a lot of people that have to yeah. pay off the debt just to make the deal work, right? Correct. So it was only $800. Um, they knew about this in December, but then decided to go and charge more money on it. <laughs> so now so they guess paid it what? off and then they just... No, they, they just, never paid it off. Oh, they didn't off. even pay it off to begin with. They okay. just kept adding to it. Oh, wow. Okay. So then guess what? Now, instead mm -hmm. of you paying off what we originally discussed... Now you have to pay off more because you charged it more, right? Correct. We do check that. Um, the other condition was is that they had to save one month of reserves, which means one mortgage payment had to be in their account. Mm -hmm. Just it's it's just reserves. Yeah. The money's not going anywhere. We just want to see that money saved in your account, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And then the other one was for them in particular, they had an IRS debt. Yeah. And some of the products that we um, have. They don't require for you to necessarily pay off the IRS debt in full, but they do want to see that you started making payments on it, and they want to see three consecutive on-time payments before you can close on the home. Correct. So all this information was gave, given to her in December. Mm -hmm. Well, she never started the payment. She charged up the credit card and spent all the money that she had in her account. So she did the total opposite of what you asked is what it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. And then went and tried to make an offer on a property. Mm. So, mm. you know, the agent obviously did their due diligence and called me, and I was like, hey, I was like, yeah, we could potentially make that work, but yeah, <laughs> there's some happen. things that yeah. need to happen. Yeah. And so, long story short, you know, I had to have that conversation about, hey, look, you got to think about this transaction as a whole. Yeah. You're you're looking to purchase a home, right? Yeah. You're getting down payment assistance, mm -hmm. right? I've already had the conversation with your agent that, hey, you're going to need closing cost assistance. So agent's aware. He knows that when he makes negotiations, there has to be some closing cost assistance in there unless you won't be able to purchase, right? Yeah. 
And at minimum, <laughs> the lender is just saying, hey, save some money in your account. Yeah. And I and with them, I had to like really like come down a notch. I had to say, okay, well, what happens if you're in six months your hot water heater goes out? And they really had to pause and think about it. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have the money in your account, then what? What happens? You just bought this house. There's no money saved. You you didn't have to make a down payment. You didn't have to pay closing costs. We got to think of outside the box sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he and then you know it came the the client came to realization like yeah you are asking for minimal stuff like I mean you all you asking for me to save some money exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. It's great when you hear stories like this where, you know, you're getting the down payment assistance and you're like, okay, well, all you got to do is bring $2,000 to closing. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, cool, I can work with that. Correct. That's what we need. Correct. We Correct. need people that's, like, understanding, like, look, at minimum, you just it's just a minimum contribution. Yeah, it's just, it's just what I always call it, compared man. Compared to how much the lender is giving you. They're giving you $400,000 yeah. <laughs> for a house and then saying, hey, you, you just spend $2,000 of yeah. your money. What I what I say it's it's all about sacrificing. I mean that's to me what yes. it really comes down to. Like anything that you've ever wanted in life, and just think about this, man. Really think about this. I remember I had somebody challenge me and ask me. This was many years ago, but I've never forgot it. Anything that you've ever wanted in life, like that you really wanted, not just like hey, you know, I want this. Like anything that you really wanted in life, there was some type of sacrifice that had to be made to obtain it. I mean that's just what it is. I mean it, no matter how big or small. Um, but anything right. that you really desired, you had to sacrifice something to get it. So just when you're buying a home, sometimes you got to sacrifice spending money on things that you casually spend money on to be able to, right. you know, uh, get the greater good, as they say, you know, to have a home. Right. Um, so, you know, if you want to buy something that you really, really like, you know, I don't care if it's a car or it's it's some shoes. shoes yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes you got to make sacrifices to put yourself in position to be able to afford those things. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's no different in, in, in buying a home. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, I, I you know, we hear stories about that all the time, man. I mean, it's just really it's about the mindset and about understanding exactly. you know, what it takes to what to, you're getting into. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, one good thing, though, I will say. One of the reasons why I was playing music and in a good mood earlier today is that one of my projects uh, in Suffolk that uh, we had new construction that built took close basically a year uh, because of some of the different hoops we had to jump through. Um, it's closing today. Yeah. Yeah. And Sophia, um, she connected the buyer to the home, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we were, you know, just... Obviously, with the whole project, I mean, it took, like I said, it was supposed to take about, about six months, ended up taking double that amount of time um, because of being in a historical district and everything. But I'm just thrilled today. The buyer closes at noon, yep. um, so I'm excited. Uh, obviously, there's a financial gain from it, but just excited to have that chapter close. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something I thought we would definitely be done well and it's a beautiful in 2022. House. Yeah, the house came out great. I mean, my builder, he's he's on it. He's, yeah. He makes really good product, man. It was just, like I said, some of the different things that we didn't uh, – taking the cat to kind of trip this up to, you know, we, we had to wait for about four or six months just before we could even start building the home that we right. were anticipating. So, uh, but yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, I mean, I'm really, man, the market honestly has been, it's been pretty good. I mean, starting off the year, I know uh, last week the CPI report came. Um, rates got Yeah, and then, better. yeah, rates got, or excuse me, not the CPI report, the Fed did yeah, the oh, rate yeah, hike. The, yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, the Fed did the, the Fed rate hike to a int- quarter. Yeah. yeah, they did a quarter rate hike. And so that's lower than what they've been doing. And so we had a lot of positive 
um, feedback in the market and rates actually went down um, for like the fourth or fifth consecutive week. Uh, but then right after that, on Friday, the, job the jobs report. report came out and showed, I think it was like over 500,000 jobs were created um, in January alone, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that then had an adverse reaction and, and, and brought rates back up. And so obviously the yeah. last couple of days, rates have been going up. So um, that's but why. But there's I, also been announcements like on social media of these major companies with huge layoffs. Correct. Um, I can't remember which ones in particular, but there's some of your well-known. Yeah, homes. yeah, yeah. There are some of your your major, your major players in the market. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, I think I saw Tesla had a, a major. Um, cut. I know. I think Twitter mm -hmm. had some yeah. as well. It, it was some of your major companies. Yeah, I think Apple your, had some too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, it's. I couldn't it, remember which one. Like Twitter versus you know. Yeah. Like Facebook. You know, that's why I didn't really say a name, but I know it's some of the products that we use. Yeah, probably daily. every day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They've had so some, that was um, kind of surprising that's why the market yeah. kind of had like oh you know you know like oh man like you know mm -hmm. and so um but yeah i mean all in all like i said i mean the the market's been responding i would say and buyers have been out there i mean i know applications have been up i know myself i've gotten you know yeah. the last three to four weeks i've gotten multiple you know two to three contracts um yeah. you know sent to me so i mean like i'm saying the year start off pretty well so i'm excited mm -hmm. to see you know how it progressed as we uh we enter spring buying season coming up here very soon so yeah and then yeah. i know that uh i know that an agent stopped by when i was here at the office for you and you weren't here yeah um she was coming for pop buys correct so yeah that's, yeah that's that was, something that we also do yeah yeah we do the pop buys pop buys are pretty cool it's uh they're like know. little gifts with marketing on them that we give to people just to kind of like say thank you and you know be present yeah if, yeah know, be top of mind for folks mind. Yeah, yeah yeah sometimes i know when we help people buy houses um you know that they after we've got them to the closing table sometimes you know we don't speak or we don't really there's not a need for us as it is when they're going through the process of buying a house so you know occasionally we'll do pop buys and kind of just stop by or you know give them a call and say hey just checking in with you mm -hmm. seeing how everything's going and so there's an agent that i partnered up with who um we've done a couple deals together um, that she came by to get some of my uh, information so she could put on the pop buys that we created. Um, we had some pretty cool, pretty cool ones, man, with Valentine's Day coming up, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like the little heart things, you know, um, yeah. that was kind of catered more towards the women. Um, but yeah, it, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, well, like Valentine's I said. Valentine's Day is catered towards uh -oh. the women. Oh, I know. That, that's a whole other different conversation. Okay. <laughs> it is. I think they made up one for y'all. What is it called? When Sweetest it, Day? What? What'd you call it? What'd you say? Uh, isn't it something called like Sweetest Day? That's for the men or something I've like that? I've never heard that. I've never before. celebrated it before, but I hear, I, well, I ain't gonna say well, I Valentine's hear, Day I is like on. a real thing, though. Valentine's Day is like, like a big thing, like February 14th. Like, So you're saying there's a male equivalent of that? Called Sweetest Day, yeah. I've never heard that before. Google it. Yeah, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. I gotta look at that. I gotta tell, tell Brooke, yo, yo, we gotta start celebrating this joint. Because Valentine's Day, I'll be hooking you up. So we gotta start celebrating this joint. I never oh, heard that sorry, one. Sorry, Brooke. <laughs> yeah, man. But, um, but yet, also, I wanted to give some love to my pops. I mentioned it last episode. My pops' birthday was yesterday. So um, I was joking with him. We had a conversation. Um, you know, obviously I wish them happy birthday. It was pretty cool. My kids, uh, they love FaceTime. Like they, this generation, like this. Me too. Yeah, my I don't kids. Talk, the only people I talk to on the phone, for real, is either work coworkers, because obviously we don't FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. And, unless it's, you know, obviously I need to see something that they see, because that Correct. happens sometimes. That's but 
Um, outside of that, if they have an Android, me and my friends and family, all we do is FaceTime. Like if you ask, it's like if we call each other mm-hmm. and we realize it's not FaceTime, we'd be like, oh my bad, and then we FaceTime. Oh, then y'all FaceTime. <laughs> so it's the right opposite. The moment, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Some people are like. Some people accidentally <laughs> FaceTime. You know, oh, let me nope. call you. So you the no. opposite of that. Yeah, you know? we we the opposite. Yeah, we talk. All we do is FaceTime. Yeah, we're we're totally. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I like FaceTime. Honestly, I would do what you're saying, but. I mean, everybody I talk to is strictly phone conversations. I mean, the yeah. FaceTime stuff is like only if I'm specifically trying to show you something like, hey, I'm at yeah. the store, you know, like Brooke, she'll say, hey, I'm, you know, this or whatever. I'm at the yeah. store I'm trying to find something or whatever. Um, but we did my, we did a FaceTime um, for my, my parents. My parents will FaceTime with us sometimes to see the kids, yeah. um, their grandbabies. And so uh, they sung happy birthday to them. And it was so cute, man. It was so cute, man. They sung happy birthday to him. My dad said he almost got emotional. Um, but yeah, it was cool. My my old man, he uh, he turned to age now where he could start collecting Social Security. So I was joking <laughs> him. I was like, "Hey, go ahead and cut me a little bit of that uh, SI SSSI check, man." You know. So. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you got one, one too many. S's I did. Yeah, SSI. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I did have three of them in there. Look, I'm getting old. Like, look, yeah. get another check. I don't <laughs> yeah. know about <laughs> social Social Security. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <man. laughs> yeah, man. But nah. Again, happy birthday to my old man. Happy birthday. Appreciate him. Appreciate <laughs> you, bro. Um, so I think that was pretty much our week. I mean, it's not, it, it it was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one one thing like I it, yeah, I was gonna least. say one thing that's that was unfortunate, man. That I wanted to mention. I know a lot of times, you know, you have a lot of people on different podcasts and books, and they always talk about investors, investors, investors. They always tell you about the good. A lot of times they don't tell you about the bad, you know, that comes along with it. So I do want to bring light to a situation I got personally going on. There's a house in Virginia oh, yeah. Beach that mm-hmm. I'm flipping um, that has now been under contract twice. Um, and now we had to put it back on the market. Uh, I think it was yesterday or Wednesday. Um, first time buyer got under contract. They were a young couple. Um, I actually knew them, which was a, a unique situation um, through a friend of mine. Um, and so... They, uh, they they loved the house, got under contract, and I think we mentioned this before on a, on a podcast, but the home inspection happened. And the home inspection, you know, obviously a home inspector is going to go out there and they're going to look at the house. Um, they're going to go through everything. If their door is not closing properly, if it's a door jam, they're going to mention it. If there's a electrical receptacle cover that's Even a little loose. Even if there's a loose handle on the door and all gonna, it requires for you to do is take a screwdriver and tighten it. They're yeah, going to mention that gonna type mention. of stuff because they go into extreme detail mm-hmm. letting you know any and all of the issues that may be wrong with the house. So then that way, moving forward, you kind of know what you're walking into. Exactly. And so, um, and that's that's what happened. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not, I mean, there were some things that needed to be addressed. Like I know um, in, the sink, uh, in the tub, the water wasn't the water pressure wasn't strong, so the water wasn't coming out as strong as it was in the other places of the house where it had normal water pressure. Um, but again, something that could be fixed. Yeah, there was a GFCI when it comes to like I, I needed to change the outlet. There was a three prong needed to be a two prong. Like it was just little stuff that an electrician could easily go in there and make a you know okay. make a change for. Um, there was one ventilation that needed to be corrected. I'm mm-hmm. um, in the attic uh, as well, and then there was a couple of. Um, a couple of pieces of like of siding one, on I the think side one of the had house. A, didn't have a cover. Yeah, yeah, one Some didn't have because it was outside. Yeah, so when you have an electrical. Look at the home inspection. Yeah, yeah, yeah when you have electrical receptacle uh, on the outside of a home, you got to have a cover because obviously you know there's weather, different things that come along, so you have to have like a cover on it. And the one I had 
uh, didn't have a cover on it. So a little small stuff, like I said, for for an investor, for someone who knows, you know, knows about it, the things that a person can, we can get a home inspector or handyman out there and, and get all those stuff corrected easily. But they were overwhelmed with that home inspection and they asked for a release from contract. So I was kind of like upset about that because I felt like it was a nice situation for them. It was a beautiful home um, and it was exactly what they were looking for. And so then that happened. Then put the house back on the market. The next week we got under contract with a cash buyer. Um, so it was like, oh, you know, in our world, cash is like a thing, right? So you get a cash offer. You don't have to get an appraisal cash done from king. a yeah, cash is king, right? So you get a cash offer. You don't have to put a. You don't have to get an appraisal done. So from the selling side, that's good. The buyer said that they were going to pay their own closing costs. They were going to close in like two weeks, um, which was great as well. Um, so I was excited. Like you know, we were really excited. They were excited. They sent us proof of funds. So they showed us that they do have the the money to purchase the house. Um, and literally the next morning, their agent called us and said the buyer doesn't want to buy the house no more. That she thinks that it's too expensive. We were like, what? Like, she's the one that put the offer in. Like, what, what all of a sudden changed? Like, you know, and so we dig a little bit more deep. We, d we dug a little bit more deep and found out that she was relatively young. She was 19 or 20 years old, and she had just received a pretty large inheritance. And so she just didn't want to, like, I guess she thought about it a little bit, and she said that she didn't want to pour that amount of money into that situation. This was her first time spending that large amount of money, which I get. But Correct. at the same time, I don't know, man, that was just kind of bad business, you know, um, you know, for her to kind of do that. And so now we have the house back on the market again. So just as an investor, just want to put it out there. I know I got some investors that, that listen a lot um, and have questions. I mean, those are sometimes things that uh, that come up that a lot of folks don't talk about, you know, from yes. the investing side. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. Being a being um, what, what they say, it. it it costs to be the. It costs to be the boss, man. <laughs> it costs heavy. Heavy's the head to wears the crown, you know. <laughs> so I mean, it, it does, man. It's a lot of responsibility, a lot of yeah. things, a lot of you know stuff that comes up. You got to make decisions. You got to pivot, as they pivot, say, yeah. you know. But uh, but it's cool. I love it. All right. Well, that was our week, guys. So next, you know, we have uh, exercise your knowledge. So during this episode, during this segment of this episode, we want to we we. <laughs> Look, I'm tripping over my words. Yes, oh my you are. <laughs> we, as in us and in I. Look, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, but we want to um, ask a mortgage-related question, and then give you time to think about that answer. And then later on in the episode, we're going to reveal that answer. So today's exercise your knowledge question is: Can you use your retirement funds for your down payment and/or closing costs? Mm. So that's a question. pretty good question. I feel like, you know, we've we've actually mentioned this before. So if you um if you're listening to the episodes, you should know the answer to this question. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but if you're new <laughs> to to listening to uh our podcast, then definitely think about the answer. We will reveal it later on in the episode. Oh yeah. So moving forward, today's topic is all things USDA. Yes, USDA. <laughs> Am I talking about the, the the meat that you get at the grocery store? <laughs> You're talking about these home loans in these rural areas, USDA yes. loans. Yeah. Yes. So um, our most popular loan programs here in Hampton Roads is the VA loan. And, of course, you know, we always mention our conventional loan and our FHA loan. But one that doesn't get as much love because we don't really have too many rural areas in Hampton Roads um, is the USDA loan. So... This particular uh, loan type is for your um, 
low to moderate income individuals. It offers you 100% financing for you purchasing property in what will be considered rural areas. So areas that have low population, um, more of your like country-like cities. Um, I'm trying to think of like what would be an example of that here. Like I think Smithfield in Virginia. Yeah, there's some, some way yeah, out Smithfield, there yeah. is, is may be considered USDA, but the the funky thing about USDA is is you can't just, you know, guess <laughs> if it's USDA approved. They actually have like a website where you can enter in a property address and it'll tell us if that property is considered USDA approved. So it's very um, specific. Yeah, yeah, very property specific for sure. Property yeah. specific. <laughs> Here we go again. Yeah. Oh, goodness, yes. Um, so this particular product, they do allow you to purchase a one-unit property only. So they're very strict. There's no opportunity for a duplex, triplex. Um, you can buy, like, I guess you can get a condo. But, I mean, the chances of there being condos in rural areas is probably low. Low, yeah. Yeah, on the lower side. Yeah. You can actually pu- purchase a um, manufactured home. Correct. And if you don't know what a manufactured home is, it's almost like a uh, one of the homes that you could actually move and, and yeah, pick it's up built in a, in a factory correct. or built, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they actually they put it now, on the site there. Correct. Yeah, now, where the home is when you do purchase those types of homes, they do they are required to be permanently affixed to the to the ground. So, correct. even though there's possibility for you to move the property. Um, they want it to be secured Correct. and have, you know, adequate, like, um, uh, access to water and, you know, some of the basic needs for having a property. Correct. Um, USDA, they have a minimum credit score of a 620. There is a guarantee fee that they charge you, so it's kind of similar to FHA's fee or the VA funding fee. Um, they just call it a guarantee fee. Um, this particular fee is one percent, and it may change. You know, they have the they have the ability to change their fees, but as of right now in twenty twenty three, that fee is one percent. But they also charge an annual fee of point three five percent, and so that fee, there's no way to avoid it. You're always going to have it. The only way to get out of it is if you were to have the USDA. Um, loan and then you've lived in it for some time and then you decide to refinance out of it into a different product and at that point you no longer have to pay the uh, the annual fee yeah yeah so USDA I mean it's a it's very it's a very useful loan for the folks that live or want to live in that type of environment um, environment. I, yeah. <laughs> they sound like they. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying the rural area. I mean, some people like to be near a Walmart, you know, yeah. or be, you know, near. Um, yeah, you said well, you. Well, not a Walmart, but I want to be in the city. Yeah, you want to. Like, I yeah. feel like where I live in Chesapeake is a little country. You think so? For real? Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, if I want to go do something, I got to go all the way to the ocean front. No, nah, I mean. What I is know. there to do in Chesapeake? What is there to do in Chesapeake? Yeah, besides go eat. I mean, there's... For adults. Yeah, for adults. I mean, there's nice little bars and things in Chesapeake. I mean... Okay, sorry. Besides eating and drinking. Then what are you talking about? Going to do what? <laughs> like, anything. I mean, there, I mean... Well, give me an example that's something that Virginia Beach has that Chesapeake doesn't. Um, The beach. <laughs> I mean, that's just location. I mean, I can't help... I can't bring water to the middle of the of the city. Like, I mean, come on now. But there's... I mean, there's nothing that Virginia Beach has that Chesapeake can't offer. Now, I will say that they're... 
there's probably I mean you got you got the the um Apex Center which is like super fun and that's I think I feel like it's it's adult friendly because mm-hmm. they got the axe throwing and all the different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's for your, you know, probably middle school, high school and up. Not mm-hmm. really too many little kids will be in there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm pretty sure that they have some things that you can do at night with adults that and you can drink and do all those things, right? Yeah, that's that's that's. I thought we weren't talking about that part, the drinking and the bars type of stuff. You're but right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then. Um, Let's see, you got the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach. Comedy show. Mm-hmm. Yep, comedy show. Um, but you know, that's, the, I mean, again, that that's like 15, 20 minutes away, though. That ain't like it's like far, you know. I guess. I mean, the oceanfront is, you know, a little bit further out than Chesapeake. That's probably a good 30, 40 minute drive. But, I mean, those areas that you just mentioned, I mean, you know, they do have, to me, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like I said, there's, there's more. Virginia Beach is obviously a lot bigger than Chesapeake, so there's more to do. But as far as like it being a drastic difference, I mean, at least in my opinion, I mean, I grew up in Virginia Beach and I live in Chesapeake, so I kind of got a good understanding of what there is. And Virginia Beach has more stuff, but it's not a huge difference. And honestly, it's not far. So I guess I look at like you could live in Virginia Beach, right, and be further away from the Funny Bone and from Apex, and you can live in Chesapeake and be closer. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's parts of Virginia Beach that you can live, and that's actually closer to yeah, say. I guess if you if you don't mind traveling 15, 20 minutes to get to where you gotta go. Yeah, that makes. I sense. think that's reasonable. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Um, but yeah, we kind of went off topic there. So yeah, we did. Yeah, as far as like I said, the USDA <laughs> loan. Um, all I said, the reason I said environment is just because you know in rural areas, I mean, there's normally a lot less. You know, going on. There's a lot less people that live there. It's a lot more land, a lot less uh, stores, you know, eateries, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And um, they do things like cow tipping. You said what? What you say? <laughs> do things like what? Cow tipping. Cow tipping? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't even know what that is. I know. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so anyway. Listeners, do y'all know what cow tipping is? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess they'll, they'll let us know. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of it. What is cow tipping? I mean, you're going to tell us what it is? So, uh, you know, I used to live in Michigan, right? Right. So, where I lived, it was it was kind of like here, where it was like kind of city like, but then you can drive fifteen twenty minutes away and be in a country. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. people out there used to do things like at night they would have fun and they would go, and while the cows were like. You know, in their resting stages of the day, mm-hmm. they would go and try to do what they can do to knock over, or push and over tip a cow, over a cow. Interesting. Which was so wrong, but obviously for them it was fun. That was just what they did for fun in rural areas. Yeah, we won't have none of that. Me, I ain't here. touching a cow. Yeah, like we I went to the here. Virginia Zoo, and you know how they got like the pet area. Yeah. And my kids were like, oh, let's go pet the animals. Well, I walked over there. I was like, I'm not petting. No. For <laughs> real? No. Uh, yeah, my kids like do, to do that. Now, my, I do they, animals. They'll, they'll be a little scared a little bit, but like they'll, nah. it's like, if I do it, they'll like to do it as well. My kids, they like animals a lot. So, mm-hmm. but, um, Mine too, too. Yeah. That's what they like. <laughs> I don't hold them back. I took them. Yeah. I just wasn't about to, do, you know, participate. I got you. And then as soon as we were done, I was like, okay, guys, let's go wash our hands. Oh, yeah, you got to wash your hands for sure, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, back, <laughs> reeling us back in, um, the USDA product is also income limited, so it's income restricted. 
Um, so that's something that um, we have to actually watch out for. So it's kind of similar to, I know you've heard, you've heard us discuss like the VHDA mm-hmm. um, income limits. So USDA does have their income limits as well. Um, now, the cool thing is, is with USDA, you can purchase new construction. So if that um, builder, obviously, new homes got to come at some point, right? So if that builder has submitted the documentation to USDA to be USDA approved, and it happens to be a new construction property, you can purchase a new construction property under USDA. Sure. So that's that's good to know because sometimes you may look at a new construction property and just automatically think that you won't qualify just because of that term, new construction. Correct. And and also another good plus with the USDA loan is 100% financing, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can purchase a home and not have to put any money down. And like I said, right. it plays into it being in a an area where it's, you know, typically the folks that are buying those homes are in the lower um, or low to moderate income areas, right? Correct. So it allows you not to have to put any money down as far as the down payment goes. Um, and they also allow... Uh, for a seller to contribute 6% or up to 6% in closing mm-hmm. cost assistance. So um, in most cases, um, 6% should cover all closing costs. I mean, you know, I, mean I, I really can't recall some. a situation yeah. where, you know, 6% wasn't enough to cover closing costs. Even in your real lower, lower purchase prices, yeah. um, 6% typically will cover all closing costs. So it's cool that you could potentially buy a home, you know, mm-hmm. in these areas, um, not have to put any money down because they allow 100% financing. And then also, you know, if this if you're in a situation where the seller is willing to contribute to your closing costs, you can get all of your closing costs paid. So, I mean, that's that's a win. That's a win. I mean, that's why, you know, for me, I really like and I really hope that everyone, you know, out there listening, man, buys a home if you haven't purchased a home yet. I seen a pretty cool stat that um, during the training that they had at our office this past Tuesday, which was kind of mind blowing when you think about it. But. You know, I know a lot of folks out there, they're, you know, wanting to, you know, earn income, be wealthy, have generational wealth. It's kind of like that trigger word that I hear a lot of people use. Um, but they ran a study and they said that uh, a person who owns a home versus a person that rents the home, right? They kind of gave a, uh, a side-by-side example. And they said a person who owns a home has a 44 or 44 times uh, the net worth of a person that rents a home. So just think about that for a second. A person who owns a home, a person who rents a home, the person who owns the home or owns a home has 44% or, four, excuse me, not percent, 44 times the net worth of the average person who rents a home, right? So that's, that's to me, is astronomical because that also goes about your mindset, right? The mindset of a person who's renting a home and who's going to rent forever versus a person who's going to purchase a home or who actually is currently owning a home typically they're they're totally different right and so just you know making that leap of faith or just you know purchasing a home is going to put you in a situation where you're just making that decision is going to put you better off you know for your current and for your future so that's why home ownership is so powerful Mm -hmm. yeah it is i mean you know what i always say what you can either pay your own mortgage or somebody else's yeah that's true (laughs) that's a fact that's a fact <laughs> even yeah. even right now, right, I'm still in process of finding a tenant for one of my on the other side of the duplex. But the one tenant is pretty much paying the mortgage. It's not like yeah. I'm, you know, coming out of pocket too much. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. realistically. So I they're paying that mortgage and then the when the other tenant comes in, that's just 
Money in my pocket. Yeah, this is gravy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And icing on the cake. Yeah. Icing on the cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, guys. So I hope that you uh, learned a lot when it comes to the USDA home. So if you're a person that's looking to purchase it or move in a, to a rural area and you're looking to purchase and you are, do you have to be a first time homebuyer? No, you not to be a first time homebuyer. Yeah. No, I, also, I was about to say, you're a first time homebuyer, but no, I don't think you have to be. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. If you're looking to move to a rural area and you want to purchase and you qualify, you meet all the you know standard requirements of USDA, you could definitely take advantage of that 100% financing. I mean, it's, it's probably the second best loan that's out there compared to the VA loan. Correct. However, it's restricted to a certain area. Yeah. I can't remember. I remember, um, obviously, during the pandemic. No, I was going to say during the pandemic, surprisingly, or not, not surprisingly when you think about it, because of how low rates were and money was so cheap during that time, mm-hmm. um, there was a couple of folks that did USDA loans that I helped that you know they just end up they they would rather have stayed in like you know one of the seven cities but the activity was so much it was 30 40 50 thousand dollar guarantees mm-hmm. that they just you know moved to like a you know maybe 15 20 30 minute drive further out Correct. um that was designated in a rural area and they was able to get a home not have to um, put any money down and i have to compete as hard but yeah. just you know, obviously just added another you know, let's say 20 to 30 minutes to their um to their commute you yeah. know so you know um, it's funny so speaking of that i just had a conversation with someone that i was issuing a pre-approval for you know he came to me he was like you know he was like i'm ready to buy but he was like i, I just been hearing at the market the rates are going to get better here in the next few months and so i was like well you know don't be discouraged on buying now because of what rates are going to be in the future. If they happen mm-hmm. to go down, we can always refinance. Correct. And I kind of explained to him the process of refinance, and I said, but what you aren't going to be able to avoid is the bidding wars. Correct. So if rates do go down, and they go down tremendously, that means that it's going to open the floodgates for multiple offer situations. Mm-hmm. People are going to be paying more than uh, more than what the property is worth, mm-hmm. and then you're going to be in a situation where – you may pay twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars more than what that property is worth, but you have a better rate. It almost equates to correct the same thing when you think about it, because you're financing now more money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why it's a win. I mean, go, get the house now when it's more favorable for a buyer. Mm-hmm. It is, there's closing cost assistance that's been given out now. Yeah. I would say regularly, you know, yeah. um, depending on the, situ- the depending situation. Depending on the situation. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's sometimes where it's a really, really good house, and it's in a you know area where everybody wants to live so you may get those one-offs where it's a multiple offer situation even now yeah but well, honestly yeah. for the most part for the though most part, yeah on, on average you probably can still get some type of closing costs exactly so just like he mentioned you know about the the uh, chinola loan i mean this guy's coming out of pocket maybe two thousand dollars because mm-hmm. he got closing cost assistance and he was approved for the down payment assistance portion of that loan so exactly you know don't be discouraged to buy just because of what you believe the future may be. Correct. Because <laughs> you can always get the home now. Secure it now. Secure it now, and then you could position yourself better later, you know Correct. what I mean, versus, you know, waiting for something that's not certain. And then when, you know, you do wait for that, that's going to now open up a lot more people to be in a situation where the terms are now not going to be favorable for you. You're not going to have right. any leverage in that situation. Correct. So it's always smarter to take advantage of the situation when you have the leverage, and then you can make the necessary adjustments, you know, once those things come up. And then you know what ends up happening? You 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 get into these bid and wards, 
wars, you become frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. Because you've now bid it on five, six, seven properties, because mm-hmm. I've seen it happen before. And then you turn around and you say, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to rent. Yep. And rent prices aren't cheap. Yep. Those and the amount of money that too. you put towards that rent during that time, I mean, you could have had a home and, and you know, been putting money towards your That's your correct. net worth versus That's somebody correct. else's, you know. Because so. guess what? I, I'm My house right now, I, I actually tallied this up the other day, and I'm pretty sure you could do the same thing. So the amount that I pay in a mortgage every month, if I was to sell my house today, and I've been paying this mortgage for the past, what, seven, six years, seven years, something like that, six years? I've been paying this mortgage for some time now. <laughs> and if I was to sell my house today, I would get every payment that I've ever made to that house back in cash. Mm-hmm. But when you rent, you make those payments, you leave, you get nothing. Yeah. You barely get a, your deposit back because, you know, maybe your dog peed on the carpet or maybe you spilled some red juice on the carpet or maybe, you know, you accidentally put too many holes in the wall. So they use that deposit to make you know to fix what you may have damaged while you were there but for a person who owns it's a whole nother ball game correct that's right yeah that's right all right well all things usda Mm -hmm. so earlier in the segment we discussed uh we brought up the topic for exercise your knowledge so if you're new or if you're just now joining the podcast um, we ask a mortgage-related question, and later on in the segment, we reveal what that answer is. So earlier in the segment, we asked, can you use your retirement funds for your down payment and or closing costs? So we're going to go ahead and drum roll. All right, guys. So uh, yes, the answer, the answer is, is yes. Y-E-S. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it was that, I remember growing up, I think it was that Herbal Essence commercial where the woman was in the shower and she was washing her hair. She's she like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, whoa, like, what was going on? I was about like 10. I'm like, no, nah. I was just like, yo, <laughs> like, is that like, you know what I mean? Because they were trying to play on, yeah. you know, a woman's, you know, whatever. But anyway, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the answer to the question is yes, yes. yes. You can definitely leverage your uh, retirement account um, to help when it comes to down payment or Thank closing costs or both. Um, I think. Well, it's let, a, let me give this disclosure. Though. Okay. There are some retirement um, plans that do not allow you to take out any funds. And I know one specifically here in Hampton Roads, one city, let me put it like that. If you work for one of the cities here in Hampton Roads, there's one specifically that you cannot take your retirement funds from. So definitely check into that. But for the most part, even for a company I work for, you can call your retirement company, get the information, and ask if I'm purchasing a home. I think some of the other stipulations is if you get sick um, to where you are like on some type of like disability, mm-hmm. you can pull funds from there. Or even if you want to just simply take a loan out against your money that you've saved and, you know, pay for house repairs or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. They do accommodate you. You just have to call and get the terms of it. And, yes, you can use those retirement funds for a down payment and closing costs. So. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely do it. Um, and I always try to – because sometimes I know people, they want to hold on to say, you know, this is my retirement. This is what I work hard for. This is the money I'm going to live off of. And, honestly, we're in a new day. It's not the same how it was like when our – you know, I'm 36, so like how – 
you know our, our parents and grandparents did where they mm-hmm. you know try to put money to you know to the side like now I mean you know really real estate is a is a a, a normal uh, a really good source I would say for retirement right mm-hmm. so if you have you know X amount of dollars in your retirement account you don't have to use it all but it's whatever is needed for that transaction you can take a part of that and you're just wealth transferring you're just taking it out of mm-hmm. one um, account that's getting interest that's growing mm-hmm. and putting it towards your real estate your home that's now gonna um, help you in a multitude of ways first it's gonna give you a place to live right mm-hmm. um, obviously you probably are desiring that place because that's why you want to buy it so you're gonna be able to live in a place that you want to live so your, your comfortability and just the secureness of a home itself is something that is providing for you mm-hmm. and then like I said when you now own that home that home is gonna grow on average about three to five percent annually and most retirement investments accounts are kind of close to that. But honestly, real estate, if you look at like just a 40-year um, window, real estate has outpaced most retirement and investment accounts um, historically. So, yeah. you know, because by you taking... the amount. Yeah, yeah. So be, if you yeah. only contributing $350 a month at 5%, that's a lot less than 3 to 5% of 300000 Correct. So. Well, I'm just talking about as far as like a lot of times, like, you know, a retirement account when as far as how it grows. Right. So a lot of times a retirement account, you'll have like different investments that is a tie, that is tied to. And so oh, the yeah, annual growth too. when it comes yeah. to those investments accounts, real estate is outpacing Correct. those um, growth in those um, investment accounts that you that your retirement baby hooked up to. Right. right. So that's why it's always good. It's not like you're you're taking from yourself and saying, hey, I'm going to have to work an extra four or five years because I'm taking money from here. Like, no, you're just taking the money from this investment and placing it in this investment, which is actually giving you a lot more bang for your buck um, than a retirement account is. Because typically in a retirement account, you can't really, you're not really going to utilize that until you retire, right? Right. With this money, you can utilize it in the facet of now and the future. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of like a a double win in that situation. So yes, the answer is yes, uh, you can. Like I said, and like Sophia mentioned, um, there are some retirement accounts you do have to check make sure that yours is eligible but i would say majority of them out there yeah. are eligible for you to, to pull for a home purchase yes yeah. that is correct yeah all right so what's upcoming yeah right mm-hmm. this week is going to be a uh, a really good week so start kicking off i mean today is friday obviously it's really nice outside tomorrow i don't know is it going to rain tomorrow no, it's not going to rain tomorrow. Actually, uh, the weather is supposed to be, I think the temperature is supposed to drop tomorrow. So it's supposed to get okay. back down like the 40s, 50s, but it's not going to rain. Okay. Um, it's actually going to rain Sunday, which is Super Bowl Sunday, yeah, which so sucks. Sunday, but it's still a good day. Oh, yeah. No, so, yeah, the super, yeah, I'm talking about just the rain part of it. Yeah, the rain part. The reason I was saying it sucks is because um, I'm going to have my folks over and I'm going to be cooking on the grill. Um, okay. And so just, you, you know, being out there in the rain, um, I'm cooking some chicken. And I'm cooking some ribs. Okay, that's yeah, and good. then um, you know, my parents I haven't are grilled since my cousin was here. It's okay. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to to that. Like I said, Super Bowl Sunday. I know a lot of times people typically order food out. Um, mm-hmm. I try to beat those lines and try to like, avoid that chaos because I know how. I remember one time I had a a situation where I had ordered some wings on a Super Bowl and literally I was waiting there for like an hour. I missed some of the game and I had ordered this like days beforehand i had a specific pickup time but when i got there the line was so long that it took so long for me to get to the front and then by the time i got to the front i think they had given my order out to somebody else or something it was just horrible it was absolutely horrible everybody was this was wing king this is wing king which i actually really love their wings they're one of my favorite places to get wings from where is that 
Uh, there's one now at this specific time. It was at this particular time. I'm sorry. This it was the location that's on Virginia Beach Boulevard. Oh, but there's yeah, one now actually um, in on the Virginia Beach Chesapeake borderline, right off of Kempsville Road. Um, but yeah, oh, okay. I mean, I never forget. I mean, that time, and I was I was pissed. There's this one wing place in. Um, so I used to work in Janeth, um for probably I don't know maybe a year or so like that because I working for the previous lender that I worked for. I had multiple offices. So I had an office on Damnex base. I had an office on Oceana's base. I had an office uh, on Holland Road. I had one at Lascara in Norfolk. And then I ended up getting one at Janeth. <laughs> so I was like all over the place, all over Hampton Roads. But there was this wing spot um, that's right by Kidoba. And then there's that Panera. Mm-hmm. And then in between that financial institution and Cadoba, there's this wing spot, wing, wild wing, no, not wild wing cafe, some wing spot. But when I tell you their chicken is like no other, it's the best wings I ever had, buffalo wings, like spicy buffalo mm-hmm. that I've had like here in. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to check them out then. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty good. Yeah. I haven't been here in a while because I know when the pandemic happened. They kind of like shut down for a little bit because it was like a it's like a mom and pop shop, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. but in a pretty good location. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer's a busy area. Yeah, Sorry. it's a yeah. busy area, especially yeah. all those different businesses that's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody is always walking. There's that gas station. I mean, there's just so much over there. But yeah, they were always packed and they they were pretty good. I don't yeah. know if they're still owned by the same people. I heard. Well, what you doing for the Super Bowl? Are you getting? Are you ordering food then? I mean, you might want to check them out then. Um. I I haven't listened. That's that's Sunday. Like I ain't figured because you gotta think. For me, Sunday is this game day. So this week we got a game at one and two, mm-hmm. and then I'm pretty sure that my daughters want to go to open gym at three, mm-hmm. and then after that at four I'm free. But then the game starts at what six thirty. Mm-hmm. So if I sit and watch the game, there's no way that I'm gonna be able to get food together. Before well, I was talking about yeah, I was talking then, about uh, going to the spot you was because you said you hadn't been there in a while. I was just talking about maybe going because um, obviously I'm cooking on the grill, maybe. but we'll I know see. it seems like you got a lot going on. Maybe Listen, you can go to that spot. We might have we might have some 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 salads on Sunday. Messing no with me. way, you can't have no salad on the Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday, man. You gotta eat good. That's like Listen. that's like the American like Thanksgiving. Like it's like a second version of oh, Thanksgiving. Okay. Like as far as like you know that me, type of let, food. Y'all cook enough food for my house, and it would be good. <laughs> Okay. But Sundays, I'm always busy. So it's kind of like, I I, listen, I having to drive from Chesapeake to Oceanfront and then trying to make it back to Chesapeake and then go to Norfolk to get some chicken to come back to Chesapeake all on Sunday? Come on now. I hear you. Nah. I hear you. Okay. With, with two kids fighting each other in the backseat? <laughs> I hear you. I hear That's you. a lot. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, so Sunday. Yeah, let me so go we back got to my, Sunday. Yeah, I got Super Bowl Sunday. And we got um, Monday, we got the uh, Barry Habib forecast party. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. And we also have our town hall meeting on Tuesday. on Tuesday, which is, you know, always great information. Yep. Then we also on Tuesday got Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, looking forward yep. to that. Yep. See if I I know I'm gonna hook my wife up. I'm gonna see if she got something for me though. I'm gonna see. I'm no, kinda, she got. I get wanna you hold my breath. Day. Yeah, I'm gonna ask her about that. I'm gonna ask her about Sweetest Day. So. <laughs> and then when Sweetest Day come around, Brooke just but tell them I don't, I don't know what that is. You don't is. know what's going on. Nah, she better know. <laughs> <laughs> you better find out. <laughs> then on the fifteenth is my son's Carter's birthday. Oh, so he'll be happy four birthday, years Carter. old. Yeah, good old Aquarius. Okay. And then also another exciting thing that we forgot to mention. Speaking of all this, you know, 
Super Bowl stuff. Rihanna's performing. She is. I she wonder is. what the performance is gonna be like. I mean, she hasn't she hasn't performed in. Yeah, I mean a minute because I mean obviously it's been a long a, time. Like I seen her perform in Miami when I went to a Drake concert, and mm-hmm. that was when her and Drake was kind of like. I don't know. I I'm gonna say that they was kicking it because I don't know what the relationship was, but mm-hmm. she was there. Just I guess she had came to see him, and then she just came out on the stage, and so of course you know she was out there. But that was the last time I seen her. Yeah, I've never seen her in person before. Um, I like her music. I know the album Anti. I think it was called was fire. Like mm-hmm. I like R and B music, um, yeah, as I mentioned too. earlier, but. Um, you like old school R&B. I like old school R&B more. I do like a, a select few artists that um, are out that have come out in the last 15, 20 years. But um, I would say that anti-album that... Um, you like Adele? Adele? Hello? Nah. Ain't that her? I, that is her. But that's, I mean, I, she can sing, but that's not, I mean, that's not my cup of tea of, of R&B music. I mean... Um, I like a little bit more rhythm, a little bit more, you know, upbeatness. You know, okay. that's not you really... You like Fantasia? She all right. She okay. cool. She cool. She makes some good songs. Okay. Um, but anyway, I, I tell you, boy, you've been going today. Every time I say something, you've just been trying to <laughs> dissect it, go this direction. I can't even get my my thought out. Like <laughs> you did about three, my four bad. times today. My bad. Um, yeah. but nah. So yeah, Rihanna. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what she has. I know she just had a baby, um, not too long ago. Um, and then like you said, obviously with the pandemic, one, nobody was able to perform for a couple of years. So. Um, I'm really looking to see. She's probably going to have, what most folks do is when they perform in the Super Bowl, they normally have new music about to come out, right? That's kind of like the biggest stage to kind of debut something new they have. So I'm, I'm eager to see what she has going on. Um, obviously, she's been killing it on the business side with her uh, with her, with her, with her, her lingerie line, I believe it is. I know she became a billionaire, I think, just last year because of all that stuff. So Can I chime in? Of course. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Say yes. whatever you want to say. So it is Fenty. But then she also has the beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, laundry and the beauty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's all you have to say? It's not like you were struggling for, for a second there. I was struggling. <laughs> I was struggling at all. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm eager to see what she has going on. Um, you know, I think she's going to do well. Uh, so, yeah, I'm eager to see what she got. Hopefully she has some new music on the way. That will be dope. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, you said that. Usually when people perform at the Super Bowl, they got something new coming. I, I, mm-hmm. Beyonce did that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beyonce well, did it. Um, I remember when, um, what's it called? The Weeknd. The Weeknd had new music coming uh, out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I remember, who J-Lo, was it? Maybe? Bruno Mars had oh, new Bruno. music come out when he actually, he was on, I think he was on stage with Beyonce, if I'm not mistaken, at one time. Yeah. Um, I wonder if she's going to have any special guests. Like, did they mention that? No, they didn't mention it. Nah. Not, not, for, not her specifically. But yeah, sometimes you know they have like, Special guest. Last year was in L.A., um, so last year was a little different. They kind of just paid tribute to like a lot of the different folks that you know were in L.A. You know, Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. actually a pretty good show. That was really good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. That was really really good because yeah. I remember like um, somebody did a really good job. Was it Snoop? I mean, they had Kendrick Lamar. They had Eminem perform. I remember Eminem. They had um. Who else was it? I like Eminem. Doc Dre, obviously, he was, you know, he yeah. did most of producing for all of those guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, last year, like I said, was a little different because it was kind of just like an ode to the past. But 
if you look at historically a lot of the people who perform on the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. they are performing either they just had music coming out, so that's like for them to get in front of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, or they're getting ready to have music come out. So that's a way to kinda of be back in front of people and you know, be on people's minds or whatnot. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking Rihanna's gonna probably drop some music here soon, um with, with this performance. So it'll be cool. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. All right, so you guys know we like to uh end this podcast on a positive note. So today's, uh, I'll let you take the quarter today since I cut you off so many times. Today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, today's quote is, which I'm pretty sure many folks have heard, but we just wanted to say it here, is if you're the smartest person in the room, uh, then you're in the wrong room, right? So, you know, that just pays, uh, you know, respects or just says, hey, if you're in a room where you're just around people who, um, they're learning from they're you. learning from you mm -hmm. and you're not you know people are just being you're, you're taking people are taking information from you um, you're not being poured into then you're in the wrong room man and I this one resonates with me a lot uh, just because you know I feel like as I've grown and matured and you know and had different different levels of success that I've wanted to accomplish and achieve um, I've had to be around different people who were doing way better than what I could ever think to do right so you know, I got my boys, you know, that I grew up with, you know, some of them, you know, aren't doing the greatest. Some of them are, you know what I mean? But they're, they're you got to put yourself in, around people who you can grow from, who you can learn from, who can pour right. into you. And that's just really what it comes down to. Yep. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. All right, guys. So that's all the time that we have for today. Please follow us on IG and Facebook. Of course, you know, my IG and Facebook name is SKB underscore mortgage. Yep. And mine is uh, Brian underscore Royster. Thank you for listening to our podcast today, and we will see you next week. See you next week.